0: Uh, Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back again to another episode of The Conversation Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Loper. I am here with Jay and our new friend, Jess. Not new friend. That might have been a bad way to put it. But anyways, this is a podcast where we get to talk about Jesus and bring him into our everyday conversation. Um, Jess, I said new friend. I didn't mean new friend. (laughs) Like we just pulled you off the street, but um, slightly new friend. So why don't you... Uh, give us a little bit about yourself.
1: Hi guys, I'm Jessica and I'm born in Michigan, raised in Colorado. I'm a freshman at Pac Rim University right now. I'm 21 years old.
0: Jess, real quick, what what does Pac Rim stand for?
1: Pacific Rim Christian University.
0: Boom, nailed it. Continue.
1: Um, And God called me to Hawaii and I'm just going to follow him wherever he tells me to go
0: nice um now when we first met not not in the dorms um because uh Jess is one of the girls that lives at the dorms and so we get the privilege of you know hearing them laugh if you remember the first episode there was laughter and from the upstairs and that was uh that was the girls so um so not at the dorm meeting initially, like the dorm dinner, but like the first class we had together, you introduced yourself with a nickname. Can you please <laughs> share the nickname?
1: I was given the nickname Jurassica Parka in uh, high school from a friend. It was a joke and That's it's terrible. just carried I love on it. as a joke from my work back home and then I mistakenly said it here and... Chris thought it was my legit name for an entire week.
0: I was going to say, there was a legitimate time where Chris thought that was your name. Like he, I think he forgot what your actual name was and he was like, oh, it's just Jurassica. And then uh, then uh, Dr. Palompo would would love to throw that out. I loved that he used that so much. That was, <laughs> that was a highlight for that class for sure. Um, and if he's listening to this episode, which I hope he is, um, how you doing, Pastor Mike? We love you. Uh, Thanks for a great class. But today is going to be part two of Christmas traditions. If you tuned in last episode, we talked about our Christmas traditions, and we asked you to give us some of yours and your favorites or most memorable or things like that. And so we asked around, we got some feedback, and so we're going to talk about that. I'm going to open this the same way that we opened the last one. I had a conversation with someone (laughs) about the pickle ornament. Um, I will say, I said, like, that we talked about, like, hiding a legitimate pickle in the tree. And I'm sure before someone was like, hey, we can make this into an ornament, that was a thing. But um, my friend Austin, who lives in Colorado, said that his favorite Christmas tradition was his parents hide a pickle ornament on the tree. And him and his siblings have to find it. And whoever gets it. Gets a special gift. It's nothing expensive or anything. It's just an extra little small gift that they get when they find the pickle ornament. Now, I was told, I remember learning, wherever I learned this from, um, that it was in, it originated in Germany. This was a German tradition for Christmas. Jessica has learned that that's false.
1: Possibly. They're not entirely sure, but only 8% of Germans have actually heard it of the tradition and only two percent said they would even do such a thing out of the entire population and then it's kind of sad <laughs> most of are there's a lot more americans who actually do it so.
0: probably german americans they just stole the tradition and left is that off wikipedia
1: no it was off, off a website that makes pickle ornaments
0: I was going to say, wait, 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 wait. Uh, yeah, you got the back of <laughs> No, yeah. Up. Okay, hold on. <laughs> I... Pause the whole episode. <laughs>
1: yeah. what do you mean
2: a website dedicated to making pickled ornaments?
1: Like they make other ornaments, but they...
0: I really hope they don't. I really just want them to like make pickle ornaments. There's even
1: the it. ones with sliced pickles, like the... Yeah. Like, that's their business model. they
2: like, hey, we sell pickle ornaments. <laughs> that's amazing um what's the website name
1: Uh, i don't know i got off of well
2: can you go back on it please (laughs) like we need to know we want to give them a shout out so they can give us free pickled ornaments (laughs) that says the conversation on it (laughs) (laughs) that would be awesome
1: old world christmas ornaments
2: oh that checks out though
0: okay that's that's fair i wasn't what i thought it was going to be but old world christmas ornaments thank you for the pickle ornament um Information. Austin, when I talk to you later, I'm gonna ask you where you uh, got your pickle ornament um, with your with your uh, uh, family or if you know can find out for me because that'd be awesome. But um, yeah, so that was that was how we kind of uh, started the, the last show. Um, if anyone remembers, I think one of the things I talked about as my favorite was the reading of the Christmas story. Uh, every every year before even jumping into the presents. Like we'd get the coffee, we'd get the fire set up and all that stuff. And then we we'd read the present or we'd read the, the Christmas story, kind of wrap your mind about what is Christmas about? You know like we're about to go in, into the gifts and everything like that, but like what is it that we're really celebrating here? And so um, oddly enough, my mom and my sister, both, uh, my other sister, not Abby, um my other sister becca who lives in colorado now she said that her favorite thing she's usually the one that reads too um but she said um she loves reading the bible story before we open any gifts uh and then she said she also loves playing games um with the family when we get together we're a big uh, board game family so it's always um there's a card game called sequence and it's like making like bingo meets like solitaire kind of thing. Like it's all face cards and you have to put it on a thing and of course mine, you have to get five in a row. And it's a fun game. Um, kind of a quiet game because you're not allowed to like strategize or anything like that, but it's, it's a fun game. And then uh, Mexican Train's a big one too. Um, big, big domino set. I like to go for the 18s. Everyone else likes to go for the 16s. Anyone who plays Mexican Train knows what I'm talking about, I hope. But, uh, and then my mom said... Uh, the same thing. Reading the Christmas story by the fire first thing when we wake up on Christmas morning. Um, <laughs> my dad, who was the one who introduced it, <laughs> was the one who jumped straight into going. I love opening our stockings first on Christmas morning. Thanks, Dad. Uh, I love that too. But um, I definitely love the uh, the Christmas ornament aspect of it. And then this was a good one. Um, I'm just gonna read it and how I received it. This is from um, a friend, TJ. He used to go to Packerim. Now lives in Oregon with his wife and is uh, doing ministry there. And then this was in conjunction with a conversation with uh, Joe Mike. And Joe Mike kind of agreed he loves this part. Uh, His family does this as well. But TJ said, one of my favorite parts of Christmas is Christmas morning. It's always a slow morning with lots of coffee uh, and cooking and baking. Uh, He said, the best part is when my dad reads the story of Jesus, uh, the story of Jesus's birth. He said it might be cliche and unoriginal, but it really is my favorite part. It's seen. Uh, I've seen a lot of my family members, including myself, go through up and down seasons, some seasons that really shake our faith. But every year, when my dad reads from the same old Bible, it feels as if we're uh, re-entered, re-motivated. Uh it It's as if we were a ship without a working compass, and then uh, we find our north again. People always say that Jesus is the reason for the season, but in reality he is the reason we have life it's a reminder of the great lengths that god went through to reach us so thank you tj for that response i really um i really like that you know i had said the same thing where it's kind of like it's it's reminding what jesus is the reason for the season but i love that he took it the step of just saying like this is the start of where we recognize jesus is the reason for life um so yeah
2: i thought that was a good one i would agree like it sounds good
0: cool I was like, I was excited for you to hear that one because I was like, oh, that's a good a good response and stuff
2: like that, but
0: I would say you would have the same old Bible every year, but you're just gonna keep giving them
2: away and <laughs> well, which is I, great. I, that's my gift every year <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. New Bible <laughs> sweet.
0: um yeah, and so uh, those were all the ones that were similar about um, reading um the Bible story I had. I had a, quite a few on, like, about Christmas Eve. Uh, Jess, because you responded, you want to talk about what your favorite was on Christmas Eve? Or what, what is it that you do on Christmas Eve that's your favorite Christmas tradition?
1: Oh, we make homemade pizza at night.
0: That's, that's unique. Mm-hmm. That's different.
1: We don't actually have, like, a Christmas um, dinner at all. Our Christmas dinner is the homemade pizza.
0: What kind of pizza do you make?
2: Please go into detail, about
0: yeah no like we need we need further first of all I need to validate that this is true and second (laughs) of all I need to understand what kind of pizza you are indulging in instead of the traditional ham or turkey or in Chris's case short ribs
1: okay so we couldn't afford like to get turkey or ham or anything like that so our family from my great-grandma would always make pizza and we would like shell out money for like the Chef boyardi pizza. Um, but then we started doing crescent rolls as the crust. And then, yeah, it was just a kind of a old tradition that we had from my great grandma. That's
0: pretty dope. I like that. I don't know where crescent rolls snuck in as like...
1: That was my idea.
0: Was it? Of course it was. Because I'm sitting there thinking like, who goes, you know what would make a good crust? Crescent rolls. Yeah, no one's...
1: It wasn't on Christmas when I figured it out. I was I was like ten years old and I was like I want pizza but I don't have a crust so I was I thought crescent rolls at the time.
0: Your pizza prodigy. Was uh, are you Italian? Uh-uh. Watch out, Italy. <laughs> <laughs> Jurassic th- is coming for your pizza recipes.
1: In all fairness, I thought it was pizza dough when I was younger, <laughs> and I was like, and as I cooked it, my mom's like, that's not pizza dough, and I was like, oh, oh well.
0: Um, our our dear roommate Noah says on Christmas Eve. He goes to his grandma's and they have appetizers and they play family games. Um, I love that he said appetizers. They don't go and have dinner. <laughs> they just have appetizers. Like, I just picture it's an entire snack table buffet. And then there's Monopoly. <laughs> like, and that, is, and that is their night. Um, so I think, I think that's pretty cool. He also said a few other things. Uh, apparently, Noah doesn't have a chimney. So he has to put his Santa key on the door so that Santa can get in, um, which is pretty dope. Uh, Tim Allen's The Santa Claus would beg to differ because even the houses without a chimney turned into a chimney, right? Yes, mm-hmm. I remember that. Okay, cool. Um, so he, so your Santa key is wasted, Noah. Um, but I like that tradition. That's cute. Oh, this was the other thing on Christmas morning. His dad makes who hash for everyone.
2: Why does that sound familiar? Hmm. What is who hash?
0: I just, it's... I just want. Do you know?
1: Yeah, it's from How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Okay,
2: but okay, what but is it, yeah.
1: What is it? Yeah. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but I think it's really just like corn hash and they call it who hash.
0: Okay. So that's not what Noah has. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Noah but. has breakfast, like eggs, like I think he said sausage and like hash browns. And so it's all cooked separately. And then at the end, you put it all together in the hash browns and you serve it in two hash. Hmm. So, but I legitimately had to ask him about it um, because I was very curious uh, Noah also said um, he they open presents from Santa before breakfast, um, like his whole family, which I thought was interesting because he has the Santa gift too. Like I, I talked about having the Santa gift from um, my family, but he has um, – they do the Santa gift and then they have breakfast. And usually like my family, we do like all the presents and then you do – our breakfast is like lots of bacon – some eggs, pancakes, cinnamon buns. That's what I go for, is the cinnamon buns and the bacon. I don't need a breakfast of champions on Christmas. I just want, I just want cinnamon buns. Why are you shaking your head at me?
1: <laughs> I, I mean, I personally don't like bacon, but...
0: Yeah, this is, so this is the last time. Justin- <laughs> <laughs> um, what else did he say? Uh, he watches Hallmark movies. While eating cookies and drinking hot cocoa by the tree, that was not nice. <laughs> Noah, you are welcome at my house to watch Hallmark movies with my mother because I definitely won't do it. And he said, got to have a Christmas scented candle going at all times. So I asked him, do you have a real or a fake tree? He's a fake tree. So there's disappointment.
2: I mean, like that's, that explains the candle, doesn't it? Yeah, no,
0: it explains the candle. But at the same time, like he's from Minnesota? Wisconsin It's one of the two. I always forget. He's it's one Minnesota. of the two. Minnesota. Okay. He's from pretty much Canada Um, but has the American citizen title <laughs> attached to it. Go cut down your own tree, right? I don't know. I don't I if anyone's listening from Wisconsin or Minnesota, please let me know if you guys can do that No, if you hear this, please let me know and then he says you got to leave Santa some milk and cookies Um for when he comes so I think that's a that's a gimme um, who else does Christmas Eve? Um my little sister, Abby, said her favorite thing is opening one present on Christmas Eve. And I think that's adorable, but wrong, Abby. Your favorite is reading the Bible with the rest of the family. You Get can't it together. Tell
2: her what her favorite thing is. It's like, oh, what do you love doing? Oh, no you don't. You love doing this. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how it works. What's your favorite food? It's this. <laughs> but it's not,
0: it is um our very own Katie Bright uh said that not happening this year for obvious safety reasons but her entire family would sleep over at her grandma's house on Christmas Eve and they would wake up together eat fried rice and beignets and open their gifts together sounds nice that sounds like a very pleasant i lumped that in with Christmas Eve and i realized the only thing that really happens on Christmas Eve is the sleepover but it's a nice christmas morning i think that's very i would love to implement Fried rice into the the buffet that my family has for uh, for breakfast. That'd be pretty dope. And then um, we have uh, Maddie writes in and says my family does the typical PJs on Christmas Eve. Uh, we'll get back to the typical part of that because I've got a question for you. Um, but it's so much fun, and it all it's always a matching set for the girls and the guys. For a while, my cousins were in on it too, and we would always open them and put them on to take way too many silly photos that would have us in tears because they were so ridiculous. So thank you, Maddie, for sharing that. Uh, But my question is, and I know that it kind of is, but typical PJs on Christmas Eve, do you guys ever do that? Or has your family ever done that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like... Mom, Dad, we got to step it up. (laughs) We have never done the matching Christmas PJs, and... um, we got to do that because apparently everyone does it and it sounds like a lot of fun. So from your eldest son who has gone 26 years without ever doing this, please, please, please bring this to the
2: family. Thank you so much. All right, but apparently it's typical. So what is your... Describe it to me because... Like, the last year was the first year, like, I really ever remember experiencing it. Okay. And it was, like, completely foreign to me. But, like, my mom was so excited, like, to do it. Like, she... She's a big, like, Christmas fan, as I, like, said last, like, episode. Like, she, like, it's like, here, go put yeah, these right. on. Wake up your brothers and sisters. Like, you know, put these on. Like she Was it
0: Christmas like, morning?
2: Yes. And then, like, we, like, all, like, had them on together and just, you know,
0: hung out. Uh, tell your mom she should change it to Christmas Eve. You don't tell my mother what to do. I'm not telling her what to do. I'm just, I, will you give her that suggestion for I, me? I will suggest that. Okay, yes. cool. Because I feel like, not that I don't love that, like, hey, wake up your siblings and throw <laughs> these on them. I feel like doing it the night before maybe I don't know I don't know I've never done it I who am I to you know what don't tell your mom anything that I said because I've never done this before let her do exactly what she's gonna do Yes.
1: um my mom kind of started it like a couple years ago and she just get us like not matching she just gave us like pg pants or something like that and then we'd put them on to open gifts and sleep in and then wake up in it and
0: for the first time last year, I did an advent calendar um, that was socks. It was like 12 days of socksmas, um, And I talked Sammy into it, and he did it this year. Um, you're welcome, Sammy. But uh, yeah, it's like you get 12 pairs of socks for like, I don't know, they're like 20 bucks or something like that, but you open them each day and you get like a new pair of socks and they're themed and stuff like that. I thought that was cool. So I can imagine the PJs are like even cooler than socks because in Hawaii i only wear socks to work (laughs) everywhere else i'm in my my slippers like i'm not i'm not doing that thing but oh speaking of the advent um brandy shared with us the advent candles for the advent wreath in order they are hope love joy peace and then the center candle is christ which i knew um i think i knew all of those i just didn't know the order but but yeah, so it's the four Sundays leading up to Christmas. You light one of the candles and then you read something that has to do with hope, uh, love, joy, peace. And then on the fifth, or on on Christmas, you light the Christ candle in the center. And I think you read the Christmas story, I'm not sure. Um, but that would make the most sense. So thanks Brandy for for sharing that. Um, I definitely could have looked it up myself, but having you interact was was way more fun. Um, yeah, I guess I gotta, I mean, maybe my family will never do the PJs, but, like, when I have little Ryans running around, which is terrifying to think of, I'm sure, for you, um, I will implement that. And then there'll be little Ryans with matching pajamas. That'll be cute. Actually, I think my best friend, we've been friends since, like, pre-K, he did that with his kids. He has is, he is twins. Um, up, Brant? Um, my friend Brent has, has twins and then his sister has, um, a daughter and they took a photo shoot and their, all the kids had, um, matching pajamas and they sent it to his parents for Christmas. Um, cause I don't think they're doing Christmas together this year, but I thought that was, that was kind of cute and stuff. So Christmas pajamas for the win, apparently who else did Christmas Eve? Oh, this one I was excited for. So <laughs> Olivia says on Christmas Eve. My mom and I always make these really yummy English foods. Devils on horseback, sausage rolls, and mincemeat pies. And she's taught me how to make them, and it's so fun. And we have them for dinner after Christmas Eve service. Definitely a favorite. Um, She says, devils on horseback are so weird, but so good. They're like dates wrapped in sharp cheddar cheese, and they have bacon wrapped around them. So, sounds weird, but is good. And then she also watches... Uh, Christmas with the Cranks with her family and then when she was younger maybe you know where this is because I have no idea they used to go to Mount Vernon Country Club in Colorado question mark and they'd have dinner and do a sleigh ride and it was like I'm assuming up in the mountains so it was a little bit icy and, and a little colder but she says it was always good memories but um I was excited to tell you because the name for the food is Devils on Horseback. and like, why is this a Christmas snack? In England, you know? Yeah, that's true. But is, okay, first of all, does
2: it sound good to you? Not at all, no. None of that sounds delicious.
0: Would you try it, though?
2: I mean, possibly. Like, I'd if be down I to try know, it. If, like you didn't tell me what I was eating, like, of course, like I'd be down. <laughs> but don't like, like, oh, we're eating Devils on Horseback. And I'm like, mm, that does not sound scrumptious.
0: Here, Jay, eat this. It's it's bacon wrapped. Whatever it is, it's bacon wrapped. Oh, and
2: yeah, shoots, I'm in.
0: But, um yeah, I just England. I just for the entire country. Just some of the names you have for things just are not appropriately fitting. I don't know. Maybe like maybe there were like devils on horseback that ride around and be like, try this snack. And the people in England were like, okay. But um, I just think England needs. To Name things better. Anyways, um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Maybe I've talked about this before. I think I mentioned it last week that, like, my best friend growing up um, lived, like, directly across the street from me. And so after Christmas, we'd, like, open gifts and we'd go, uh, I'd just go over to his house and spend the morning there until uh, my grandparents came over Mm -hmm. for for dinner and stuff like that. So I asked him um, what his favorite tradition was. And he said his favorite tradition is uh, putting up the lights on his house. And then seeing the end result of his house, and then my house, and then all the neighbor uh, neighbors' houses when they all come together and and uh, and all light up at night, and I thought that was uh that was super cool because like you know for me it was always like oh the Scots got their lights up Dad we gotta like gotta get on it we can't wait till the last minute and then you know my dad leaves them up all year and the color fades on the lights and stuff but um, yeah it was it was always fun kind of like. You'd see them decorating and so you're like well we might as well decorate too but um i put this note he didn't send this to me but it made me think of so we have these deer on our lawn right like the the mechanical ones and they're like um they're like the wicker ones so they they kind of like are all you know you can see the motor in the inside and stuff like that anyways um so every year he and his dad would come and mess with our deer and, um, like his dad's a, was a bow hunter for a while. And so there was one year where there was an arrow sticking out of our deer and it, the deer was like knocked over and the arrow was sticking out and then they put the other two like around it. And it was so funny to see. And Abby was like a baby at that point. So I think she saw it and was like very traumatized by it. But, um, yeah, that was like, I think that was my favorite one was seeing the arrow through it. Cause it was just like, that's funny. So yeah. So he said that. And then our other friend, um, Trevor, who lives down the street um, from us. So he, like, lives on the same street. He was part of that come over after opening gifts. His birthday is on Christmas. He was the one I was talking about last week where Chris was saying, like, his is super close. His birthday is on Christmas. So he said his favorite Christmas tradition was growing up uh, after we all opened our gifts. All of us would go out onto the street and just have a good time with our gifts spend the rest of the morning with each other, just playing around and having a blast with all our friends. So um, I definitely enjoyed that too. I remember even to this day, like um, seeing them uh, every, every Christmas morning and getting to spend, not the whole day with them, obviously, cause you're spending it with your family, but getting to see them for a part of it, just they're, they're like family. Like we, all, the three of us grew up together and our families were close and stuff like that. So also side announcement um, for all of you concerned, that reached out and offered to have me over for Christmas because I wasn't going home. I greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate that. That was um, funny and awesome to have so many people want to have me over. However, um, maybe bad news for you, good news for you. I don't know. I get to go home for Christmas, so I'm pretty, pretty stoked on that. Um, it's just a matter of of when now and trying to work that out with work but i do get to go home for christmas and spend christmas with my family so uh maybe next year you can get me world but not this year um, um, you know who christian is at school
1: mm-hmm.
0: okay christian said because i know jade you have no idea but um <laughs> christian's tradition is a new tradition and it's probably my favorite he says new tradition chilling with my feet up sipping some coffee, listening to the conversation. Thanks, Christian. I will do this for you every Christmas if this is your new tradition, because uh, that is awesome. Another tradition, my friend uh, Emily said, I think growing up it was uh, doing all the decorating around the house, the tree, the lights, etc. cetera. Um, but uh, I haven't gotten to do that in some years because she's been living away from home. So as it stands, uh, I like the way we open our gifts, which is where they start with the youngest and they go up by age and everyone opens one um, at a time so that everyone gets to see what everyone got. Um, and I like that. I think my family kind of does that, especially in the beginning. Everyone kind of just, you know, let's see the big stuff. Let's see what you get kind of thing. And then everything kind of just speeds up. I like that. I think it takes the focus off of me, 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 and you get to kind of focus on on everyone else. And, um, and it, you know, it's just another selfless aspect to put into consumerism Christmas you know our friend Alika from school says every Christmas morning he and his cousins um, paddle out at Ali'i's and they go surfing um, and they've been doing that for the last seven years that's awesome. so I think that's dope I hope that you guys can continue doing that for a long time that's a very Hawaiian tradition to have and uh and a great one to have especially for for christmas so i think that's
1: we that's someone who would jet ski on visita lake which is about 45 minutes from where i'm from and, and you could hear it oh he would just jet ski in a santa suit
0: in <laughs> a santa suit
1: yeah and granted it was like below temperatures so like he was
0: that man's a hero yeah, yeah that is
1: he'd do it in really cool water like um like most of the time it would freeze over And he would, like, get in there before it froze and would go around in a Santa suit.
0: Ka'ana says um, growing up during Christmas time, he would wake up early and basically spend Christmas with every different side of his family. He'd go to one grandparent's house for breakfast and another for lunch. Then they'd spend the evening with his parents' siblings, all his aunties and uncles. And they'd have a big potluck where all the kids played with all the presents they had. And, um, it was all at like, you know, everyone's house and kind of changes, but he said it was always a long day, but it was fun having almost four or five different Christmases, like in a day. And I think that's kind of, I don't, I want to say intense, but I know my family does, we do like, um, we have, uh, Christmas with my family and then we do, um, um, like, a few days later, we'll go up to my, my dad's parents' house in, uh, like, San Luis Obispo, like, Central California and uh, do, um, like, another Christmas there. We'll have, like, a whole other Christmas dinner. We'll all do gifts and stuff like that, and it's from all the different family members and stuff. I've got uh, three aunts and an uncle on that side, and so, you know, it's a bunch more presents and stuff like that, and, and um, it's always it's always nice to see them. Sometimes that's, like... The only time that I get to see them in the year is for Christmas, and so it's always really special to go up and see them. But I always thought, you know, two Christmases was, like, cool. Like, I'm at my limit. (laughs) But four or five in a day is pretty brutal. brutal. Did you ever – how easy was it for you to just, like, travel around, do Christmases like that?
1: You mean, like, have multiple Christmases? Yeah,
0: did you ever have multiple Christmases?
1: No, just our – we always did on Christmas Eve. And then Christmas Day was when we did the stockings, and that was only Christmas, like we only had one Christmas each year, I guess. Okay. Except for like when we would go out to Michigan and visit my family, and then we'd have Christmas with like everyone, but then we'd open the rest of the gifts after my cousins left. And How often
0: did you do that?
1: Only like three years total. Since I was five years old,
0: so it wasn't like a tradition. Like no. it was nothing that you added in. It was like its own thing. Yeah. Okay. Just, just by um, by chance, you happened to do that. I
2: used yeah. to go to my uh, grandma's house, on Christmas Eve, and open up presents there. And like every time, like she's like, okay, on the count of three, just everyone try to open up your presents as fast as you can. And so like she counts it down, and we just shred the wrapping paper, just trying to hurry up and. When <laughs> all of a sudden you just hear Arr! inside the box, just,
0: not that one, not that one, Jay. It's the puppy. Okay. You're you're clawing into the box and the cat's on the inside trying to claw and get his way out. Then you just meet halfway. It's like making a like a tunnel in the sand at the beach. And you like grab the hand of the other person halfway
2: through and you're like, we did it. If they put a cat in a box, I would not recommend doing that. It'd be like a whole <laughs> <laughs> cat's already pissed
0: (laughs) unless they gave him some like catnip and he's like he's he's cool he's chill but i feel like i don't know i don't i don't feel like maybe that was something that like hollywood did but i don't feel like most people put their new pets in boxes for their kids to open i feel like they're just like hey turn around and then they're just surprise kitten (laughs) surprise the hamster you'd be surprised okay i used to work at
2: PetSmart, right before before the Bucks. I'm sorry, what's the Bucks? Starbucks. Okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah. I'm not... I'm not working for, your... like, the basketball team. I'm either. not hit with your lingo, you know? I'm sorry.
1: How does... That...
2: Did that make sense to you?
1: I honestly didn't hear what you said.
0: Okay, okay so I'm taking friend applications as well. <laughs> you can go to, the conversation to podcast at com and submit your friendship application. Because I'm lonely. Um, <laughs> but anyways, we always had, like, a sale on hamsters before christmas and you would be surprised how many people were like yeah you know what my my child deserves a little like demon with fur that's gonna bite them every other day for christmas like you really have to hate your kid to get him a hamster (laughs) (laughs)
2: like maybe that's the only thing they can afford like oh my child wants a dog or a cat
0: but dude i okay so i get that but like like I, and this might sound strange to you, but I grew up with pet rats. (laughs) The look on your face, is it sounds strange to you. Let me explain. Get past the tail, okay? Rats are the cutest, most, like, cuddly, non-biting creatures that you can have. They live for the same amount of time a hamster does. You don't shudder at, like, the word hamster, but you hear pet rat, and you're ready to crawl out of your skin.
1: Yeah, my friend had a rat and it bit her and then like Hmm. she Hmm. dropped it on the floor.
0: Never had that problem. A couple
1: times and then it died.
0: There's been nine that have passed through my house between me and my siblings. We've had nine total and about to be ten because I think Abby's getting a new one. But they're like if you're gonna get a rodent or like a cheaper pet than a dog or cat, get a rat. That is my honest I, like, I would not, I would never, people would be like, can you pick up the hamster so I can pet it? I'd be like, no, (laughs) you want the pet hamster, you pick it up, I will watch. Don't drop, there were some kids that dropped some hamsters too, but it was like, don't drop it, but like, if you want the hamster, you pick it up. I'm not touching it. I've been bit enough times in my service here at this store, and I'm done being bit. You want a rat? I will gladly handle it for you while you figure out whether this is something you like or not. Hamsters absolutely not those little like except the little the little ones like the little robo dwarf hamsters they were they were just fun to watch you get like six of them on the wheel and they'd be stuck on it but yeah anyways there was always a sale like right around christmas for hamsters and lizards and fish but fish were always on sale and who wants a fish tank for
2: christmas don't (laughs) you you judge me okay it it was a cool fish tank okay The, the fish tank was the gift not the fish Cause you didn't have a fish in it. At I, that ha, point. I didn't have a fish in it at a time, but then I went to go get the fish, and then he left. <laughs> he didn't left. You killed him. <laughs> I didn't kill him. He killed himself. That's way worse. <laughs> <laughs> that shouldn't. Yeah, it shouldn't make you feel
0: any better. I don't want to be
2: his fish anymore. Just...
0: The last one that we have to read is from um, Sarah, aka Tiny June. Look her up on Spotify. Um, she just came out with a new song. So, there's your free promo, Sarah. Um, It's called Meadows, it's a great song. When I hear Meadows, and I hear the beginning of the song, and I see the artwork for it and everything, I think Bambi. (laughs) And so the song instantly just has like, in my feels kind of vibes to it. But um, yeah, great, great song, great music, musical artist, great friend. She says, I have vague memories of Christmas in Nicaragua, where she's originally from, uh, which felt more Christmassy than those celebrated after, but maybe because we were still all a family um, together. But once she moved to Texas, uh, she said our first Christmas in our new house that her mom had bought was the one that felt like Christmas. She worked really, really hard to accomplish that as a single mom with three teens. And we moved in right before Christmas. So we got to decorate and have our own te- uh, our own home. Uh It was the end of a long season of moving and living with family and renting different houses and all that to finally having a place of our own, no matter what would happen in life from there on out. Um, They made a bunch of food. No one was married and no one was moved out yet. So it was just them. And she says, looking back, uh, I really enjoy that. And that is actually our last, uh, and this Christmas is actually her last Christmas there before they sell the house. Because everyone's getting older and they're on their own now and stuff like that. So she said this one will probably now be the most memorable. Um, and, then, and then she throws in this. And I thought this was wild. She says, as far as the only consistent Christmas tradition that we have, my mom's side of the family is really big. Jay, how big would you say really big family is?
2: Um, 10?
0: 25. 25? 10? Okay. So really big family. All right, really big, and we always have a Trevino Christmas party that's themed, and we have a ton of food. It's like Thanksgiving 2.0, and everyone brings their entire family, even the in-laws, before I continue. Okay, so now you have that with the in-laws. What number are you thinking, Jay?
2: 11.
0: (laughs) (laughs) One person has been married for the entirety of this tradition.
2: No, at least, I don't know. She said 25, I'll go 30
0: okay with the in-laws
1: with in-laws and their family yeah um probably between depending on how many kids around 50 plus
0: they'd have these themed uh trevino christmas parties right they they were themed keep that in mind uh and they would have a ton of food they they literally they would use a church to fit everyone our aunts and older cousins usually coordinate it and there's probably about 50 to 100 people in a given year. That's a big family, dude. That is huge. Like I, I, I texted her back, I said, I don't even think I could like make a stretch and take my dad's side of the family, second, third cousins, my mom's side of the family, second and third cousins and bring everyone together and even get the bottom number. I don't think I could find 50 family members like that aren't like fourth and fifth cousins. You know, like we're stretching it at that point. But it's 50 to 100 people in a given year. And there's a theme so, last year's theme was 80s, and this year, uh, they're supposed to dress up like famous people. Um, And there's always a talent show and some crazy games. So, Sarah, I would love to see pictures of everyone dressed up like famous people, because that sounds incredibly exciting. I think my anxiety would kick in as soon as I walked into the building, like... <laughs> Like, you're walking in and you're seeing 50 to 100 relatives, people that are your family. I would just rather lay under the table and cry. Like, like I love being with family for the holidays, but
2: that's a lot of family. I don't even think I've been around that much family, like, ever in my life. That's a lot of people. And I've been to, like, family weddings before. Like, cousins have gotten married.
0: And, like, I've seen most people from, like, my side of the family come together it's not 50 people it's like 30 (laughs) like it's not a lot (laughs) like everyone fits in one picture and you can make it like a panoramic picture you know like that's like taking several panoramic pictures and like stitching them together in photoshop and printing it out on like a papyrus scroll like a tapestry for your house like that is that is a lot of people so thank you everyone for um, your responses I really hope that we all get to enjoy these these Christmas traditions that we hold so dear I hope that as we go through these Christmas traditions it's something where we can really not just cling to our families but really use that time and those traditions and memories to look towards look towards Jesus and really kind of dive into to more of that I like Kind of what TJ was saying, like, it is, you know, specifically talking about the reading of the, the, the Bible story, but being with family for Christmas, being in that that mindset is really a good place to reset and restart. Like, everyone talks like, you know, January 1st, we're doing New Year's resolutions, you know, like, okay, this is the year kind of thing. Um, who knows if anyone's doing New Year's resolutions this year, because expectations are very low for 2021. Um, it has potential to be the best year ever, just on principle. but um, I'd also like to point that like like the virus doesn't go away the second it hits midnight on, you know January 1st. like that's things aren't linear, you know, like that or like things don't like just cut off like that. So um, but you know everyone kind of waits till then. It's almost like Christmas is the is a good time to get that heart check of just like, you know, now you're walking it out till, till Easter, you know, I talked about the ornament that we have, the, the, the the nail, and you get to, like, tie that all together with, with Christmas, and so now you're going, like, where does the mindset go from here, you know, how, how focused am I, like, how much was Christmas, because, you know, up until Christmas Day, that's usually, like, the stressful part, that's usually the part where everyone's, like, I gotta get the gifts, I gotta get everything in order, I gotta get the time off of work, I gotta this and that, and get the food and all that. And then like Christmas comes and Christmas passes, and all of that like immediately melts away because it doesn't matter anymore. But the one thing that should still matter was the whole message that comes from Christmas. Mm -hmm. You know? And so that's I don't know, I think that's my my takeaway is as you're going through these traditions, I I hope and pray our audience doesn't use this as a stressful week leading up to Christmas, if you're listening to this when it first comes out, or looking back on it, that it wasn't a stressful um, Christmas season, but but maybe take this this week, this time to reset and and refocus and reimmerse yourself in the gospel message. This is where it started. This is this is the plan set into motion in human form. Like this was this was ball like the plan had been in motion but this was like okay the ball is rolling kind of thing you know and and so you know i hope that's i hope that's recognition that we can we can walk away with what was it that they said on uh, at church on sunday about like the christmas lights i think it had to do with like when the lights are on you know like you don't you don't have the lights on during the day the lights are on at night for a reason and it's because you're bringing light into the darkness Mm -hmm. you know we get this opportunity whether it's it's not just the Christmas lights. You know, we are that light. So we get that opportunity to take our light into the darkness. And you can't do that when you're stressed and bogged down with the busyness of the world and the busyness of what we think Christmas is about, you know. And, like, the traditions are great. But this year I had to face the reality, if my tradition gets stripped away, is that okay? And, yeah, bottom line is, like, i it's still... A focus and celebration of jesus's birth so yeah like i can i'm gonna miss it it would suck but you know like god's gonna carry me through that so yeah i hope that is our our focus for real on christmas like we all like to say you know jesus is the reason for the season but like let him be the reason for your season and your life so if you guys enjoyed this week's episode go ahead and share it with a friend share it with your family um, bring the conversation to them. Ask them around the dinner table what their favorite Christmas tradition is. We said for Thanksgiving, you know, ask what we're thankful for. But um, maybe for this one, ask what the what your favorite tradition is and, and how that makes the focus on Jesus. And maybe we'll keep that in mind for, for the next year to come and, uh, and have a different perspective and outlook on it. Thank you, Jess, for joining us.
1: Of course. I was
0: joking earlier. You're always welcome. Thank you. <laughs> it
2: wasn't
0: <laughs> it wasn't that bad.
2: No. No. Did fine.
0: Other than other than the hateful bacon comment.
2: <laughs> yeah. It was good. Sorry, America.
0: But yeah, we're we're sorry. At least, are you a baseball fan? Apple pie?
1: Apple pie is terrible. What? Oh what? Okay. <laughs> we have to end the show. We have to end it now.
0: We're so sorry, America. This is like ninety eight percent of our, our viewers are from the States. So now is you it two percent from um, good question. So the analytics said ninety eight percent was from the U S. and one percent was from Canada. That leaves one percent unaccounted for. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's someone in Wisconsin, and they're confused on whether it's a Canadian or a, or an American <laughs> listening, and so they just said that's an outlier in the the percentile. But um, well now I'm not so sure. You're welcome back. No, we're kidding. Right. Um, I'm kidding. I won't speak for Jay. Thank you. But um. But yeah, if you guys uh, enjoyed this, please share it with someone. Enjoy your Christmas. Uh, Enjoy the rest of your holiday season. Um, We love you. We are continually praying for you guys. Feel free to email us with any other Christmas traditions. Uh, Christmas doesn't have to end as soon as the calendar changes. So if you wanted to hear what you have to say on the next episode and you want us to read it out, we'll gladly do that. At the beginning of the next episode. So, um, Jay, you want to finish with a, a closing thought?
2: Uh, yeah, just if you have any suggestions on what you want to hear about or like just input in your own life, just make sure you hit us up on what's the email address again?
0: I don't know. You tell me, Jay. It is theconversation2podcast at gmail.com. It is all one word, all lowercase, the number two. Uh, the Conversation2podcast. At gmail.com. It's a tricky one for sure. I'll give you a pass on it. Or if you want, you can follow us on Instagram. Shoot us a DM on there. We're uh, trying to get more engaged with you guys there. So feel free to answer our questions that we post throughout the week on the story and all that stuff. Um, But we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to know what you want to hear. What you want us to have a conversation about. And then we can bring you into that conversation as well. Until the next episode. This is your host, Ryan Loper. Have a great, great christmas a merry christmas a happy christmas if you're a harry potter fan and we will see you on the next episode